Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Hayes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, and it truly is my pleasure to bring you another encouraging message. And yes, we're going to finish the series today, which is part four of It's in the Name. And we're going to talk about your name. What's in your name? Who are you? And so let's go ahead and bow as we get started today. Most gracious and heavenly Father God, we do thank you. We bless you. We honor you for all that you are, all that you have been, everything that you brought us through and from. God, from point A to point B, you are God. You are God all by yourself. And for that, we are going to bless you. And yes, we recognize that your name is to be hallowed. Your name is to be lifted up and that we come doing. We also recognize, God, that you are the divine orchestrator, the designer, the one who has created us and you created us for a purpose. So we come today to hear from you, to learn your principles and your statutes, to continue to walk in your way so that we might be able to do what you've called us to. It truly is in Jesus' name that we do pray that you be here with us today. And we are going to just say amen. amen. Well, God bless you today. Again, I said this is the fourth part of the series. Uh, it's in the name and we've done three parts. So if you have not listened to that, go back and please listen. One, because God's name should be hallowed. Even in that, we have to recognize that there is nobody other than God. So we want to do that. And then we talked about the power in the name of Jesus. There is absolute power in the name of Jesus. We get a chance to go before the throne of grace, the privilege to come in and all that he was, all that he is, all that he is done, all of who he is, we bring to the forefront when we go in Jesus' name. But we also have to recognize that our name is important too. And so today we're going to Ecclesiastes chapter number seven, verse one. The Bible says, and a good name is better than fine perfume and the day of one's death than the day of one's birth. And I'm going to read the second um, verse that I have for you today as well up front. And that is Proverbs chapter number 22, verse one. And the Bible records a good name is to be chosen over great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. Now, both of those passages of scripture, I have to admit to you, when we look at them, we kind of go, and yes, you're absolutely right. It's in your name as well. So here's the thing that I wanted to talk about from the very beginning is that, as we say, God's name is important, but yours is too. But the question becomes, who are you? When we meet someone, I don't know about you, but when you meet someone, you're trying to figure them out, right? You have no clue who they may be, especially with a new person. You got these big question marks like, who is it? Who are they? Are they real? Are they fake? Are they being authentic? Do they love God? Do they serve God? Do they even know God? Are they evil? Or are they good? Do they speak life or do they speak death? We're asking all of these questions. And one of the things that I'm going to tell you this year that I am working on is being curious. Yes, let's be curious. I want to know. You guys are here for a reason. And first, let me just say thank you for subscribing to this channel. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for the privilege of being able to serve you. And I appreciate that. But do I really know you? So let me just ask you a few questions. And I want you to put it in the comments if you would. I appreciate you being here, but I want to know a little bit more. 
what matters to you? What qualities are very important for you? Tell me, what are your standards? And there might be many, but I want to know what floats your boat, what makes you dance, what gets you singing, what gets you pushed, what what buttons do you not want pushed? What do you really want to know? What do you already know? Where have you been? Where are you going? I just need to know, do you have a relationship with the Lord? Because if you don't want to hear about God, don't ask me, don't ask my neighbor, don't ask, don't ask me anything about it, because I'm going to tell you about God. God's going to be in what I'm saying. So I just wonder, do you have a relationship with the Lord? What are you doing for the kingdom? What is your favorite scriptural verse? Mine is Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, you do it with all of your heart is unto the Lord and not to man. I just want you to know I'm not all about the drama. Don't want to hear your gossip. I'm not into talking about other people. I'm about helping and lifting them up. If I tell you you look good, I mean it. I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to tell you something that is not true. I might make you laugh a time or two. My friends say that I I am this funny person. I don't see myself as being funny. I just tell it like it like it is. I say what's on my heart in many instances, but I do it for the betterment of those that are around me. And I'm not trying to cut you down. And I really am not going to say anything like that. But if I say something that's constructive, I really want to build you up. Um, yeah. What do you want to do for the kingdom? In including what you've already done, but what do you want to do? What's still in the future for you? What have you accomplished and what do you still want to accomplish? I am big about empowering women and empowering others, especially believers, not only to be financially fit, because I believe that that is true, that we shouldn't be broke, busted and disgusted like, like the rest of the world. We shouldn't go around sucking on pickle juice where nobody wants to really be around us. No, we need to change our attitude and clean ourselves up on the inside so that others will want what we have. All of that I do believe and I am I'm passionate about the word of God, the ways of God, the standards of God, the promises of God. And I want you to know them too. And I want you to walk in them and walk in victory. That's what I want. But do you want that too? I'm just wondering, the right people will be attracted to me because they want to hear what I've got to say. My question is what's left for you to do? Ultimately, what's in your name? What is your character? What is your reputation? Why are you here? Why do you listen to me? I really want to know. Is it because I'm a little bit funny? Is it because you like my pearls or my lipstick? Or what is it that attracts you to this channel to hear what I've got to say about the word of God? Is it the way that I bring it to you? I say that, you know, you might read your Bible in black and white, but I bring the stereophonic sound and the color to the situation. Every time I tell a story about what's in the Bible, I want you to feel it. I want the dust to be on your feet. I want the sun to be on your back. I want you to be in the presence and smell the stench if that's a stench that is there. Because my goal is to teach and to preach in a very simplistic way so that you not only can grasp it, but that you would walk it out so that you could live in victory. I say, I want you to put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. I want to know about you. See, when we meet someone, we don't know them and we need to know them because it's all in your name. A good name is to be chosen above. A good name is better than. We recognize that, but how do we apply it? 
Now, I know that we've got some social media friends, Facebook friends, if you would. Are they really friends? And so I'm going to challenge you right here for just a moment in this because we recognize that in Ecclesiastes 7 and 1, it says it's supposed to be better than fine perfume. Perfume smells good. It looks good. You know, that insta fame is not the answer. It doesn't compare to a good name. Cheap perfume stinks, but fine perfume draws you to it for you to ask, what is it that you are wearing? Who are you? So your name is equal to your character as well as your reputation. And it says it is better than fine perfume. And the day of your death is better than the day of your birth. Why? Because between your birth and your death is this dash. And in that dash, you decide what you do with it. How many people do you get a chance to impact? Who do you get to influence? Who have you brought into the kingdom with you? Or did you just go by yourself? Or were you a stumbling block for others to get there? The question is, no, it's not really a question. It's what the Bible says. And the Bible says that when you get to the end of your life, you should be able to look back over your life and recognize that you were a testimony for somebody else, that you impacted somebody else, you influenced somebody else. You weren't infected by the evil of the world, but you put good out there. You overcame evil with good. Your name is supposed to be great. God says he's going to make your name great. Why would he make your name great? He said, because people will see your good works and then glorify him. There's that possibility. We want to do that. So because it's better than uh, fine perfume in Proverbs 22 and one, we also say it's chosen over wealth. Oh, you, your, your name is gonna be synonymous with what you're going to receive. Hmm. If you hang around poverty-minded, scarcity-minded people, that's what you're going to get. If your name is associated with being, I like to say frugal, but cheap, if your name is associated with being cheap, there's a lot of people that are going to be repelled by you. That's right, because they don't have time for that. It is the fruit. Your name is the fruit of a disciplined life, and it should be untarnished. You should have untarnished character. It also says that your name brings favor. Why? Because favor is better than silver or gold. And I'm going to tell you, my friends know that I say it all the time. Favor ain't fair, but it sure feels good. And I've got favor. I'm God's favorite. And you can be the apple of his eye, but Jesus loves all everybody. But I'm his favorite. And that's my word and I'm sticking with it. I'm just going to tell you like that. But we do call people friends that really are not friends. And so when we look at your name and we look at what you bring to the table, all those things that I've asked you to do, yes, I want you to comment, but I want you to also think about what do people think of you when your name is mentioned? Are you really a friend? Now, I told you that there's some fake friends out there, you know, Facebook friends, we use the word a little bit lightly. Um, but in Luke chapter number five, there were some friends that took a paraplegic man to Jesus. They even opened up the tiles of the roof to let him down. And when Jesus saw the faith, their faith, the faith of his friends, see a good friend is going to take you to church. Now, where are your friends taking you and where are you taking your friends or your so-called friends? Are you taking them to Jesus? Are you willing to carry them? You know, we, we tend to say it, you know, 
everybody loves sunny days, right? Everybody loves them. But can you stand the rain? When I'm going through, when I'm dealing with something, are you that type of person? Is your name synonymous with adversity? Is your name synonymous with one who will carry me through? Is your name synonymous with one that will be faithful is your name one that is loving is one that is kind one that is compassionate one that is patient one that is caring one that is empathetic one that is supporting one that is empowering one that is encouraging is your name synonymous with that in job the 16th chapter in the 20th verse job says my friends intercede for me are you willing to intercede for others or are you only looking out for yourself is your name synonymous with being selfish or other centered i'm i'm just wondering and i want you to be thinking about this in proverbs the 18th chapter and the 24th verse it says there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother are you willing to stick close even when someone is going through, just to see them through their journey to the other side? Will you meet them where they are? Because you know that God has called you to be the solution to their problem and to journey with them, to be their mentor along the way, to guide them and to lead them. And I'm just going to say, I love being able to lead others, not only to Christ so that they have a real and personal relationship, but I love to lead them so that they're implementing the word, that they get it in their core, that they go from their head to their heart, but then they walk it out and their steps are then ordered by the Lord, that they are submitting to him, that they're trusting in him. Why? Because they have relationship. It's not a peripheral kind of thing, but they're on the inside. They, they can pray appropriately. Proverbs, the 18th chapter, or oh, I said that one, the 18th chapter and the 24th verse, closer. Can you come closer? And then uh, Isaiah 41, God calls Abraham friend. Can God call you friend? Who are you? What's in your name? What does your name represent to those that are around you? I just wonder, it's about your character. It's about your reputation. Your name counts. It's in the name. So yes, we call upon God's name. And we tell him that I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I lean not to my own understanding, but in all my ways, I acknowledge him and he is going to direct my path. But am I willing to follow the path that God has directed me on? Am I on that narrow road? Am I doing what he's called me to do? Am I lifting him higher? Am I acknowledging him in all his ways? Am I seeking the wisdom from God? Sometimes we like to compare ourselves to other and comparison is a, a it is a critical thing that we need to get rid of because God did not make duplicates. He made us individuals. And he searched you and he knows you and he knows what he placed on the inside of you. And yes, it tells us in the, in the 139th Psalm verse 14 that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that your soul needs to know. So take it to another level. Ask the Lord who he has called you to be. Let him change your name just like he did with Jacob. 
Don't be a supplanter any longer. Don't be a trickster any longer, but walk in the things that God has called for you to do because there's somebody that's waiting on you on the other side, somebody that's leaning and depending and calling and crying out to God for an answer here on this earth, one that they can touch with flesh and blood, one that knows him in the pardon of their sins, knows that he is the right one, knows that, that his, his statutes and his principles are yes and amen, that it is sure and very sure. And that if you follow them, you will be successful according to God. And if you want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. If you want to hear that, you want someone who's going to lead you according to that path. So I'm just asking, who are you? Who do you want to be? Where are you going? Where have you come from? And who are you going to impact for the kingdom? Because your name is important. And God's depending upon you. Let's bow. Most gracious Father, God, as we come, we recognize, Lord, that your name is to be hallowed and to be lifted up on high because there is nobody like you. You are El Shaddai. You are El Elyon. You are everything we could ever want. You are the creator of this entire universe. You are the divine designer and you've got everything aligned. You know where we're going. You know what we need to do. You know what is here. You know what is tomorrow. You know what is planned. And God, we come asking, help us to be the people that you've called us to be. Let us, on the day of our death, we want you to rejoice. Let everyone who has been impacted by our lives recognize that there is a void, but they know where to go and where to turn. We can do all things through you, oh God. And we recognize that when we come to you, you told us to seek you with our whole heart. You told us to lean and depend upon you and you alone. And that is what we do. But God, our name and our reputation are going to be important because we want others to come to the kingdom because of that. Help us to not be a stumbling block, Lord. Oh, whatever is on the inside of us that is causing friction, that is not allowing others to see you through us. God, we ask that you remove it. Show us ourselves, oh God, so that we might be able to clean it up and be able to move forward. Help us to intercede on behalf of others and not forget, oh God, but do it immediately. Let prayer be a part of our natural being in our everyday life and breathing, oh God. Let it be just so flowing from us that it is so comfortable to be in your presence. Lord, we want your presence in everything that we do. We don't want to be left out in the cold. Lord, we need you. Draw us closer, oh God. Let others see our faces shining like Moses when we walk into the room. Lord, let the atmosphere change. Let the anointing flow. Let us be right in the center of your divine will for our lives. Help us to be divinely aligned. Oh God, we are looking for you. You said that you made Abraham's name great, that those that blessed him will be blessed and those that cursed him will be cursed. God, we want you to do the same for us. Make our name great, not because of us, but because we want others to see you in everything. Whatever we do, oh God, help us to do it with all of our heart as unto you and not to man. Let us not do it with man service or eye service for others to be pleased, but God, we want to please you. 
Let our names be synonymous with what you've called us to be. We're going to be careful. We're going to be thankful. We're going to be grateful. We're going to give you all the praise, all the honor, and the glory. You told us to not be anxious for anything. You told us to ask and we will receive. And we're asking, God. Help us to clean up the inside so that the outside will be representative of you, that we would look and talk and act the way you would. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus being our expressed image of you to be the example that we need to follow. Help us to delve into your word so that we don't leave any stone unturned, but every single promise we stand on. Help us to walk victoriously so that others will see it and want to follow. Help us be the leaders that you've called us to be. Help us to be the creators that you've called us to be. Help us to be the coaches and the business men and women that you've called us to be. Help us to be the employees that you've called us to be. Help us, oh God, to be the men and women of God that you have called for such a time as this. And we're going to be so careful to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. It is in Jesus' wonderful name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, I really mean that. And I really do thank you. And I, I pray that you will comment below because I want to know more about you. And if you have been watching this channel for a while, I thank you. If you've been sharing this message with others, I thank you even the more. Why? Because that means other people will be then forever changed by God's word. And if you enjoy my teaching, please let me know what it is that you do enjoy. I love the word of God and I love sharing the word of God and I want to be able to do that on a bigger scale and I need your help in order to do that. If you are one that is willing to share, please do so and I'm going to say thank you in advance. If you are one that has been connected to me for a while and you sense that God does work through me and I know he does but you sense that what he is working through me with is something that you so desire. I'd love to be able to mentor you as well. And so I've got some things that are on the forefront, but I, I invite you to connect with my website, shantaheens.com. Uh, make sure you go there and whatever you need, there's some uh, free resources there as well, but there's also uh, the ability to connect with me and let's have a one-on-one -on -one chat. I would love to be able to do that. Help me to continue to empower you. And I will say thank you in advance. Uh, this past month has been a new season, a caretaking season, if you would. And so I have not been in my normal place and I was not able to share with you on a regular basis. So please go back and listen to the previous messages. I'm sure there's some that you have not seen and share those messages with those that you know, believe and need to hear the word. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your week. God bless. You can find us online at shantahaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at shantahaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, 
sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.